It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio KCW in Sitka. Today is Friday, September 24th. I'm Meredith Reddick with Raven News. 16 new COVID cases were reported in Sitka on Wednesday. That's the third time the daily case count has been in the double digits in the last week. All of the new cases are Sitka residents, according to data from the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services. Over the last seven days, 51 coronavirus cases have been reported. Sitka will remain in high alert until fewer than nine cases are reported over a seven-day period. Sitka has far less information about these new cases than it did a month ago. When the Sitka Unified Command met on Wednesday, Fire Chief Craig Warren said that with the uptick in cases, he'd been fielding more complaints from Sitkins who wanted to know more information, like whether the new cases are related to travel or community spread. Warren apologized for the pared-down information, but maintained that the limited data is out of the city's control. There are no backdoor meetings. Uh, I don't... uh... I don't get to have a super secret conversation with public health or epidemiology. Um, I can do the same research you can and get the same information off the state dashboard. And that's the only number that we have right now. So just continuing the narrative of they never were our numbers. Uh, They were always given to us by public health and and epi. Public Health and FP have opted that the numbers that we are now showing are the only numbers that we're going to get. The city's website no longer tracks non-resident COVID cases, but that data is available on the state's website. According to the state dashboard, Sitka has reported 1,082 total coronavirus cases since the pandemic began. 72% of Sitka residents of all ages have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. Yakutat reported four more positive COVID cases on Thursday, according to a press release from the Yakutat Department of Public Safety. The new cases bring Yakutat's total active case count to 16. According to the release, 20 cases have been reported since September 12. 14 are Yakutat residents. Nine of the individuals who tested positive are vaccinated and 11 are unvaccinated. At least two of the cases are connected with Yakutat Elementary School. A letter issued by the Yakutat Community Health Center on Tuesday alerted parents to possible exposure on Monday, September 20, and asked that students quarantine and test for the virus five to six days after exposure. Several of the patients have allowed the Yakutat EOC to list their names publicly in the hopes of alerting anyone they've been in direct contact with. Drive-through COVID testing will be offered Friday from 11 to 1 and 4 to 6 p.m. at the Yakutat Community Health Center. Even though Juneau is experiencing its biggest COVID surge of the pandemic, schools are open and sports and other after-school activities are happening in person. But statewide, officials say the Delta variant is hitting kids hard. KTOO's Claire Strempel reports. The Juno Douglas High School Yada at Clay cross-country team is in the gym, gearing up for a big meet this Saturday. Matthias, or Tias Carney, says 
That's a big change from last year. We ran by ourselves. All of school last year was a solo sport. Kind of just segregated and uh, on the computer, staring at the computer, sitting in a computer chair all day. Not Carney's ideal learning format. But he's in school for his senior year. Juno has not been spared from the Delta variant. COVID-19 case counts are much higher than last year, when schools were closed. But youth cases here have stayed low, even though students are spending a lot of time together. I'd say almost all my friends are vaccinated, and I'd say at the high school, um, I think almost everyone I know is vaccinated. And I think a lot of that is because if you want to attend school, the more vaccinated, the more likely you'll be able to stay in school. Um, and of course, playing sports along with it. Juno has one of the highest youth vaccination rates in the state. And according to state data, that translates really simply to fewer cases of COVID. It is literally helping us keep hundreds of kids in school rather than sitting at home. Bridget Weiss is Juno School District's superintendent. She says vaccinated people don't have to be quarantined if they're close contacts of a COVID-19 case. So it's keeping a lot more kids in the classroom. When we look at cases in our school district, it's really clear where the most cases are. It's our population of children that can't be vaccinated yet. So uh, we are doing all the right things with all kinds of mitigation layers, including masks. But it is the vaccine that is making a difference. She said there are a lot of reasons so many kids are vaccinated in Juneau. The district laid the groundwork for on-campus vaccine clinics, even before the 12 to 18-year-old age group was approved. And she said another piece of the puzzle is the community. Juneau has one of the only citywide mask mandates in the state. It's also got a high rate of adults who are vaccinated. So if we see a range in adult vaccinations, we see that's kind of amplified in the 12 to 18-year-old group. Alaska's chief medical officer, Ann Zink, says that's a trend statewide. So the communities that we have that are least vaccinated, they're less likely to vaccinate their 12 to 18-year-olds versus those who are vaccinated or have high vaccination rates, they're more likely to vaccinate their 12 to 18-year-olds. Youth tend to handle COVID-19 infections better than adults. They don't typically get as sick. Though the long-term effects of childhood COVID-19 infection are yet to be seen. And no kids in Alaska have died from the virus. But Fairbanks pediatrician Michelle Nace says the Delta variant is still a real cause of concern for kids. And there are only two pediatric ICUs in the state, both in Anchorage. We've even had to ship kids, you know, from Fairbanks to Anchorage because they needed the ICU care. And when you look at the concern on the parent's face, when you see the kid, we have to draw blood from you one more time. When you see them having trouble with their breathing, that's one kid too many. Just over 30% of youth are vaccinated in Fairbanks. Dr. Nace says that means she's seeing more kids of all ages in the hospital. Both those ages 12 to 18 who are eligible but just didn't get vaccinated, and we're seeing those who are younger, down to infants, down to newborn period, being admitted COVID positive and concerned for symptoms. Dr. Nace is quick to note that while the vaccine is the most effective tool for preventing COVID-19, it's not the only one. Things like masking, staying socially distanced, and getting tested are all really important. Another protection is antibody treatment, which youth older than 12 can use if they've recently tested positive or been in close contact with someone who has. Cross country, come on over! Back at the Juno Douglas High School gym, coach Tristan Knudsen Lombardo says he's relieved the team is traveling and competing as a group. This year, we've had the opportunity to say, 
you know what, we're going to actually go to the same location as other teams. And now you get to see how your performance helps the larger collective do well in a race. He says it's a mix of a high vaccination rate and open communication about risks that keeps everyone safe and keeps the team progressing. The best part about cross-country running is that we're all here trying to get better at the same thing. And when you do it together, it's just, it's easier, it's more fun, and yeah, you run faster. The team hasn't seen any positive cases yet. Reporting in Juneau, I'm Claire Strempel for KTOL. Widespread shortages of plumbing-grade antifreeze have made winterizing buildings in the seasonal cruise ship community of Skagway a difficult process this fall. Both the local hardware store and fuel company have hit roadblocks in supplying antifreeze, which many seasonal businesses use to keep their pipes from freezing in the winter. KHNS's Mike Swayze reports. At the end of a typical busy cruise ship season, Chris Siegel from Skagway Float Tours and Frontier Excursions and Adventures winterizes all of his vehicles in his house before he heads south for the winter. This year, he had to scramble to find propylene glycol to add into his plumbing lines at home because there just wasn't any available in Skagway. He also had to figure out how to do it himself. I'm not a plumber. I studied at YouTube University for quite a long time. Siegel said his first step was to get help from the local hardware store to find special attachments for his compressor. I would attach my compressor with a pressure regulator to a hose bib on the outside and blow the lines out and just keep doing it and go to each faucet numerous times to make sure that there's no water left in the lines. Then he'd drain the hot water tank and pressurize it. His next step was to pump the glycol into his plumbing system. A lot of people suggested putting antifreeze in the lines to cover any low points. If there's like a sagging low point in your plumbing, then water might collect in that and freeze that one section. Siegel says he is also responsible for making sure that the line that runs from his house and connects to the city's main water line doesn't freeze because he'd be on the hook for that repair if it burst. Ultimately for him, he could only source five gallons of glycol when his usual plumber would use twice that amount. John L. O'Daniel, manager of Skagway Hardware Store, says he's having problems finding the RV-grade antifreeze and has had no luck ordering boiler-grade antifreeze. But of course, this year we're running a little problem because Ida went through Louisiana and wiped out the RV antifreeze plants, just as Katrina did many years ago. Back in those days, they were able to stockpile quite a bit of it. But as you know, with COVID, uh, supply lines have been a major issue. So there is really, unfortunately, right now, not much to be found. That was Mike Swayze reporting from Skagway. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this has been Raven News. 